Hello, all. Welcome to Hockey on Tap podcast. This is episode 121. <laughs> it's actually 121 because uh, Sam is once again off with his math. Uh, not the happiest. Uh, Park hockey, you know, knock on wood, might be happy in about five minutes. Uh, we are watching the Haas Cup final. Uh, it's in the uh, Morris. Uh, well, it's in Morris County for anyone that's uh, not around. Um, yeah, we'll keep going through the the. Uh, uh, thinking I'll come back to this, but uh, we're brought to you by Primetime Radio. Oh, uh, I'm of course here with my three co-hosts, little Steve Schwartz, oh, hi. Schwartz guy. Oh, hi, yeah, we're just, we're just here. <laughs> Courtesy of Sam, <laughs> don't mind us uh, on the glass. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Leave us a five star review if you'd be so kind, uh, gentlemen. Um, so we are currently watching the Park Hockey Team uh, versus West Morris in the Hosco final of the. Uh, Morris County uh, Hockey Associate Hockey League, and uh, I was former well former coach, still kind of am a coach, but former coach right now uh, with a Says little leave. You. Yep, and uh, they are winning two to one with about four minutes to go, four twenty to be exact uh, on this dot. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but what are we drinking number. so far? All right, I'll I'll start since I'm next to Dean in, in the picture. Um, so I went digging through my fridge just because I have cans I have to drink. And this is a from Cape May, that cherry lime good, uh, that cherry lime good, good Imperial Shandy. It was nice. born on May 13th of 2020. And um, yeah, <laughs> you I were supposed at, to drink it fresh. <laughs> I was supposed to drink it. It, it says I should drink it now, uh, but now is <laughs> now two years later. And um yeah, I looked at the can as I opened it, or after I opened it, and it's an eight percenter. So, okay, cheers, cheers to me. <laughs> a shandy's eight percent. Yeah, well, it's an imperial shandy. Okay, that's impressive. I like it. Imperial shandy. That's like actually the first time I've heard that. So, well, if they ever make it mine, again? I'll get some more. What is it again? Mine is by Sorry, nine I'm o- like. That's okay. Oh, uh, Dean. It's Kate May's uh, that cherry lime good good. It's a, it it still tastes. Oh, yeah, I've had that. Yeah, yeah, it still it still tastes pretty good. Oh no! It blew no. Uh oh. They did blow that Uh-oh. shrimp. Big save. Oh. Wow. Uh, big save, Dylan Marion, sophomore goaltender. Uh, and and Park blew a two on like almost a breakaway. If the kid just couldn't get it out of his mm. skates. Uh, Nine oh three Brewers, blackberry, passion fruit, and pineapple. Berliner Weiss. Uh, Got my seat back, the guys. Shakedown Street Slushy. Yeah. Very nice, nice guy. Uh, vegan for Esteban. Is go. it? Yep. I've been I trying to do it. a lot of vegan beers. Oh goodness, I need my koozie. Good thing I have a drawer right next to me. <laughs> With koozies. Since I'm in my kitchen. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with Dogfish Shelter Pale Ale. An oldie but goodie. Woo! Nice. One of the first that they've ever brewed. That's all. And my Dogfish oh. Koozie. Nice. I'm drinking uh, one of my favorite craft beers ever. Um, the one wow. and only Corona Extra. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Marty. I here. have a short. I have lots of leftovers from the wedding. Trade, so I gotta start uh, drinking these. What, short guy uh, say over here, Dylan Marion. Good one. Good save, say that again. Good save. I said short guy ah. save. There we go. Although um, I was, I, I was gonna say blowing a two on O is sounds sounds very much like a team that we are all associated with. Well, and why would it be swimming? And why would it be Schwim and I on that two on zero and still screw it up? All right, gents. Uh, so let's get to what's on tap for today's episode. Uh, here's our weekly snapshot. There was a big trade that happened. I just obviously we'll we'll get through this uh, and we'll start going from there. But essentially, uh, New York Rangers upgraded uh, for the trade deadline. Uh, they're about eleven games pre pre deadline. Um, that they had upgraded before, uh, and they get uh, Vladimir Tarasenko uh, as well as Nico Mikola, uh, who awesome name by the way, uh, one of the all-time uh, name guys. Um, but so they grab him, uh, they give up a, fir- a conditional first, which is going to be the lower of the two picks between Dallas and the Rangers, depending on how far each team obviously goes in the playoffs, uh, because we are assuming that both teams will make the playoffs, Dallas and the Rangers. 
according to uh, sources, they also got to have up a conditional third. Uh, sorry, conditional fourth, which will probably be a third, depending on how deep the Rangers go. Uh, they gave up Sammy Blay, the New York Rangers all-star. Uh, someone that I – legend, yes. Uh, so Sammy Blay, and then they also legend give up Hunter Skinner, a, an AHL uh, prospect defenseman. You know, he's Ooh. I think he's fourth on the list of uh, Rangers prospects. Um, wow. Uh, two minutes left. Oh, wow. Park is, Tie game. Oh, oh, wow, they scored. Tied. Yep. Oh. Um, wow. Uh, so anyways – Go ahead. Steven, I just I just I just opened up Facebook and there's a set of Matt Murray Penguins practice pads for sale for seven hundred dollars. All right. I gotta get my wow. ass on that. Yep. Thirty so thirty five. Oh, wow, that was half a swear. Wow. They uh they're thirty five plus two for seven hundred dollars, Steven. I don't see how you could they, go wrong. They might be haunted. <laughs> I, you might want to stay away from those. <laughs> Anyway, that's I'm going to turn this game on my phone because I can do that. And this a tying goal is just banked off the goalie just from behind the net. Good is God, a, awful! Is it a Dean-esque goal? Uh, I wouldn't say it was that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm trying a little. I have no uh, nothing to say on that one. That's bad. Uh, anyways, so they grab uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, he's now. Uh, join the Rangers on a line with Artemi Panarin and um, uh, Mika Zibanejad. He scores two minutes to get, uh, in his first game. He scores within two minutes uh, on his first shot. He gets the Broadway hat. Uh, his line mate, uh, Artemi Panarin, they score six goals in that game, by the way. Uh, was Sammy Blay really comes released in. already? <laughs> well, he was released? Was he, did, he score in, like, did he score in his he first scored, game back? Yeah, first game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ray, Ray Leo wow, was asking. Was, I don't. I don't know the answer to that question, but it sounds funny enough to be true. That would be very funny if he was. Um, anyways, they score. He he scores two minutes in, gets his first goal. Uh, they actually broke up that line because of they were having some issues, and and Panarin goes and immediately scores with uh, Trocheck. And then last game, Panarin has four goals, absolutely on fire. Uh, and the trade's looking pretty good because now they have some guys up and down uh, the lineup that can. Um, you know, they have three lines that they can run out at forward that are, I think, pretty decent. So I wasn't a fan of the trade when it happened. I think that this team has issues with uh, cap management coming up, and I would have preferred those ELCs. But I do realize he's a very good player that they got for not nothing, but, you know, for a decent return. And it's only going to get more expensive for a Timo Meyer or, um, or Patrick Kane. Uh, so... I wanted to think, you know, get your guys' opinions, what you thought, and uh, you know, where where does this put the Rangers in your view for for playoffs? Like, what you know, what do you think this team is capable of? I don't think, well, well, I don't think the Rangers are done. Number one, um, because they okay. have. I agree. Um, I think well, they're also not done Mikola, because uh, Vitaly Kravstov has a uh, trade uh, request out trade, there. Yeah. Yep. Again, right? Um, Again. Yeah, I mean, this immediately makes them better um yeah better than you know the top teams right now i'm not sure yet but you know tarasenko brings that pure goal scoring which uh you know they have guys who can score i mean i Kreider's season last year was obviously an anomaly but he can still score but you know he's playing third line minutes right now i I believe um but um no he makes them better defensively he is not no good uh, yeah, he is not. <laughs> um, that is so that's that's uh, you know that's you know something you get for a goal scorer like that. But you know that sort of stuff happens, and I don't necessarily think Zabinajad he kills penalties, which is fine. But I don't think he's the best defensively, nor do I think Panarin is. But I don't. I think they're too talented for that to really matter. The three of them. Um, so that's a, it's a scary top line um, if they start clicking, you know. And it's easy to yeah. click with Panarin. So, but um, uh, yeah, I think they still Mikola. I think is I don't I don't know where he's been playing. I haven't really been paying much attention to him, but I do think he's your like you know sixth seventh D man. So he's just kind of there as insurance. Um, yep. Yeah. So you think you play, but um, I I think they need something better than that. Um, Agreed. To upgrade and uh, you know perhaps um, something more in the bottom six, but fourth liner. They um. 
they I, I yeah i don't think they're done but i think they obviously improved i'm not i'm not crazy and you know we've talked about this before i'm not crazy about first round picks for rentals but yeah unless it pan, unless it pans out which you know happened with tampa um in their first round picks but they also weren't rentals so that's yeah, those another guys thing so yeah, I you know with term that's fine. You know, are you keeping Tarasenko? He, I'm sure he's going to want to stay, but that's uh, I mean that's a big contract he just picked up. I'd assume um, he's getting seven million per year at least. Well, he's making seven and a half, right? So he's there's no way he's taking less. I don't know not that he goes chance. up necessarily though. You think he goes up from there? He's not I that so. type I don't of player anymore. That, yeah, but I don't think he necessarily he? should, but he will. Thirty-two. How old is he? He's 32. So he's still yeah, got uh, some years in him. He's, he's still I don't got know. some years, but he's, he's on the downward. Who, he's on the whoever downward signs slide. him, if it's if it's the Rangers or whatever team, they're going to be overpaying for him. That's just yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly how, right. That's just, so how, he, he's, that's just how it's going to be. So, that's yeah. how the and league is right now. Negated, the Rangers don't have the cap unless they trade somebody. Nah. So I don't see well, They're going to have to make that space. The Rangers are going to yeah, have yeah, to make so that space. Currently banking on this being a rental trade, so you know it, the only way this pans out is if they win the cup. If they don't win the cup, yeah. you know I know some people love long playoff runs, and that's fine that's for you. But for somebody like me, I think Schwinn might be the same way. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't. I, I mean, yeah, they, they go deep in the playoffs. That's cool and all, but they didn't win anything. So no, yeah, agreed. Yeah. No, no one remembers. No one remembers that you made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, they only remember yeah. if you win the you cup. You got to make it to the cup. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Devils fans remember <laughs> the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals very well. Yeah. We remember that uh, very well. Rangers 13, same thing, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so so Rangers obviously do that. We have some uh, other trades possibilities coming up, which is uh, pretty interesting. Still nothing with uh, Chikrin, right? Yeah. No, no, well, no, yeah, no, so Schwim. Being withdrawn. Uh, well, actually, yeah, shorts guy. So you came out with the the – you know, I guess what is Ackland, which you know you can't really trust the guy. What he says. Yeah, but, I. Um, go I was going to say I just I, I just kind of saw that scrolling and I I didn't even really read it. I just kind of passed it along. But I saw another thing today saying that it was it was potentially uh, being withdrawn for some reason or it was falling apart and and I didn't really see why. But it looks yep. like it's it it may not be happening. But apparently he was going to be a healthy scratch again tonight. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. They're they're saying like this whole week he's gonna be healthy scratched if yeah he's healthy scratched until if, traded. If, yep. Yeah, until traded. They just, yep. Yeah, they don't want to have, but they don't want him getting hurt prior to, nope. to whatever deal they're trying to make. So, you know, uh, who, who who the hell knows? It's um, a weird trade for LA though, right? Would you yeah, pick LA for him to land? That's well, in division, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think so. Oh, no, no, isn't Arizona in the are central? They, are they central? Are they the central? I don't remember. I believe you're right. Yeah, no, I think they are the central. Yeah, I think they are. I don't know why we don't know this for sure, but it's just that's just goes to show you how forgettable Arizona is. Yeah. Well, it's it's right. It's the the names you think about in there. You have Dallas, you have Winnipeg, and you have Arizona, and you're like, oh, you figure those be west. No, but they're central. I would, I would, I would figure Arizona more more Pacific than than Dallas or Winnipeg. Dallas Dallas or Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so you get the trade rumor that came out that you had Chickern going to L.A., and it talked about Brant Clark. Now, there's multiple reports. Now there's, uh, yeah, Friedman they're saying it's not him Brant Clark <laughs> is not anywhere close to this deal. Same thing yeah. with Quinn Byfield. Um, so it would have been firsts and some other things kind of going back. But uh, So that's an interesting name, and he's obviously been, been rumored to L.A. The other name that's out there is Eric Carlson, and they're talking about Edmonton, so it sounds like it's a race for the Pacific to – to try to grab mm-hmm. some, uh, what know, some space, defensive. well, so yeah. I guess you're gonna have to have a team. So the problem is he's got four years, eleven and a half million cap hit per oh, year. Jesus. So Eric, uh, so so you're gonna they're gonna, you're eat, gonna have have to eat it, yeah. But to eat six million dollars, say it's say you do half, and you do it eleven and a half. Say it's five point for four more years, five million dollars. That's that's yeah. You have to get multiple firsts or like multiple big pieces because oh yeah, what owner is going to want to eat twenty million dollars for a player that's not there? Yeah, yeah. Mike Rear's not that dumb. That just seems like yeah, such I bad business. Well, I mean, the bad business was signing him to that contract. 
Yeah, well, that was not Greer's fault. He's <laughs> that wasn't him. Yeah. Out from underneath it. Yeah, no, I know. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, we were talking about the Kings too. They retired uh, uh, Brown's uh, number twenty-three jersey. They had the uh, you know statue go up. There's people clamoring climbing about him being in the Hall of Fame. I don't know in what universe that he belongs in any Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's a great player. Definitely but don't want to see that. Not not everyone needs to be in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame should be no. for the the elite of the elite. Yep. Uh, Shorts guy from a goaltender's perspective, the yep. Anton Fursberg injury could I, I that have been and looked oh. It, I haven't seen uh, it. Steve, you, Steven Shrimp, did you see it? I didn't see it, but I heard I it's both of his knees. <laughs> both. Oh. He tore both MCLs. And it, 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 it looks so bad watching it. You have to look it up. It looks so uh. horrible. He got to stretch it off. And you feel so bad because the guy had a great year last oh. year where Why do I feel like you know, I he went in. Yeah, it's like hurting know, my knees but, right now just thinking about it. It's it's, it's bad. Um I was just going to get your perspective from a goaltender, you know, injuries. I know you you have some old, your own knee uh, things, but what does that do for the goalie going forward? Are you always thinking about your knee every time you go to drop, make a save, or, or try to lunge across? You're not. You're not always thinking about it. Um, however, oh, he just he just got piled upon, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you're you can not... see both his legs just get crushed. Um, you're not always thinking about it, but um, what what you do wind up doing is is when you when you go to move like left to right or go to make a save, sometimes you'll tweak it just a little bit and you'll be like, oh, ooh, I remember that. That's not good. Um, but let's not forget that these guys these guys have these medical teams that just you know do all kinds of wonders. Where I'm just like kind of some some kind of schlub that just hopes it gets better. So. You know, he has a better chance of coming back from this than I, I think any of us beer leaguers would. But, yeah, it's kind of always in the back of your mind a little bit. But that's actually when you get injured again is when you're thinking about it and trying to prevent it. And then you kind of stiffen up and you kind of hold back and you'll, you'll do it again. So, but, yeah, every now and then when you make that move and you kind of tweak it a little bit, you're like, yep, 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 I remember that. Got to watch for that. So, um, yep. but it's... You, you, you try not to think about it because that, that just kind of perpetuates it and... and Starbage. You wind up, you wind up getting hurt again because of that. But oh man, let me look at this from the from the. Uh... And who, who's their and goalie now? Isn't Talbot out also? So Talbot's hurt. Yeah, also, Talbot's yeah. out. So Sugar and someone else. Yeah, he is in tremendous pain watching him. So it's, that's it's just bad. That's just from him. Yeah, he falling. just kind of got sat back on. Yeah, that's just that, and that sucks and because you're in such knees. a. So, so when you're going down in a full butterfly like that, and then someone's someone's kind of falling upon you like that, you're kind of in such a prone position that you can't do anything, and it's 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 the force of your body weight that's kind of doing it. It's like holy crap! But there yeah, is, and unfortunately, there is Hamannick that, that yeah. pushed the guy into him. There is there, like knee pain is just horrendous, and and I don't I don't wish that upon anyone. And uh, but <laughs> two at once, holy shit! Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's just a bad nice. freaking Wow. Movie. That's my view. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, you know, obviously the news with him. Uh, you had the Thompson injury. He's out week to week. Uh, what, what if Phil Forsberg? I actually was, didn't get a chance to see this, but yeah, I just Phil saw Forsberg that today. Like all of a sudden, he was an upper body, uh, some upper body injury. UBI. A UBI. A UBI. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't honestly see what happened with uh, Philip Forsberg, but uh, all the Forsbergs just uh, losing uh, upper body injury. Yeah, day to day. Yeah, that's all it's yeah, See where much. Um, so you know, some a team like Nashville now, you know, do they go out and make yep, a trade stop. for somebody, or are they just kind of kurgle kerplunk and, and sell off? Maybe they're still they're still in it, so maybe they. I think they have to get. They have to see like how serious this injury is. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's gonna keep him out a while, maybe they do something. But if it's something that he's only gonna be out, miss like a game or two, I don't think you have to blow anything up. No, it really de- it really depends, like you said, Swim, of of the severity of the injury. But it's yeah. also how 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 aggressive ownership is gonna want to be. You know, to maybe make they want to blow it up not. anyway. Yeah. They could, it's a possibility. you know, and 
this this could be that excuse to say, well, you know what, uh, we lost Forsberg. Let's just you know let's just bag it for the season and, and see what we can get and kind of move forward uh, in that direction. But it really will depend on what um, what ownership wants, and then I guess once the prognosis comes out of what um, you know how long he's going to really be out. So we'll, you know we'll see. Your boys are um, supposedly in pretty heavy on Timo Meyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about that, that. short guy. That's fine. You want to go to that now or you want to go to that later? Let's do it. All right. Um, so as long as it's the right deal and if it comes with the possibility of him or if it comes with him signing long term uh, as well, I'm safe for it. But I don't I don't want to lose too much in an effort to get to, to bring him in, in which we'll, we'll lose more pieces than we'll gain. I want it to be the right fit. Uh, I also still believe that no one's going to make more than Jack as a forward. But I did see something saying that he could make only between seven and eight million a year. And I, 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 I say only, but. Um, well, he's got a $10 million dollar qualif- next season, right? That I don't know because he is an RFA, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, he's $10 million qualifying hit, I think. But I still don't, you know, I don't know if Yikes. they'll pay. I don't know if they'll pay anyone more than Jack. I think Jack's the face of the franchise, and they're they're going to keep him happy. And I know we got a sweet. Yeah, that does, that doesn't mean he should be the. That doesn't mean yeah. he should be the highest paid though. Sidney Crosby Three. was never the highest paid player in Pittsburgh at any point. And mm-hmm. Shosturkin and Fox are both better that. players, but Panarin's the guy who's paid the most, right? So yeah. I, I think just it it happens. It's a natural <clears throat> progression. Yeah, so you know, guys I mean, like we'll... guys like that, they take you know, they take a little less money, so you can. They're... Yeah, so you can pay a guy like of that mm-hmm. caliber to come in. You know, it's in, and they, you know, it, it maybe it sucks because you're a better player, but that's the price you pay to build a to build a championship team. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't disagree with that. So <clears throat> we'll see. I just don't want to give up too much to get him. Yeah. Yeah. No one does, Swiss... but sometimes, there's, sometimes there's also the Swiss Sometimes connection. you got to overpay to land him. Yeah, but you're you know definitely what? giving up a and... pretty good prospect in our first. Yeah, well, I think it might be two first. We only have one first this year, so. Well, maybe it's two, you know, because the, year, the price year? they just paid for Tarasenko is, you know, Meyer's a, a much better player. Oh, yeah. And well, absolutely. I think, Younger, you know, too. I think that's, yeah, yeah. I think it's a big deal. And you technically have term with him for at least one more year. So they're going to. Yeah, and. Play it that way. That's the thing. If if it's going to come kind of like a Bo Horvat deal, where you know you make this trade and all of a sudden you announce a, a long term signing, but I've heard that they haven't even given permission for Claude Lemieux to start start negotiating with other teams either. So yeah, um, you know who uh, who who the hell knows? I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind him on the team. I just don't want to. I just don't want to lose too much to bring him to the team. Like I won't be heartbroken if we don't get him. We'll put it that way. Did you say Claude so Lemieux? Him, Claude Lemieux yeah, is his agent. Yeah. Really? He's wow. The agent I did not know that. Yeah. Claude Lemieux awesome. is his agent, <laughs> and apparently That's as an agent, a, apparently as an agent, he's a dick. <laughs> but then again, he was a dick. Who would have guessed? guessed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In social um, settings, he's nice though. No, oh, that's what I yeah, exactly. Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably Wim, not but... Now, there's another name that's out for you, and I want to hear your opinion on this one. We talked about Luke Shen before. You know, that's illogical. If you need a sixth defenseman, okay, maybe Luke Shen. I heard rumblings that Mr. Eiserman and uh, Mr. Brisebois are, are looking at a maybe uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh, God. I was hearing something about – well, not hearing, but somebody suggested uh, Ryan O'Reilly trying to acquire him out of St. Louis to be like yeah. – he'd, he'd probably be on like their third line at this point if uh, if he came over. Um, so but I'm just hearing they, they want to – Yeah. They want to get guys that they want to be tougher to play yeah. against in the playoffs. That's what they're yeah. looking for. So I, I don't know. Bar- Barbershop you can get for a lot cheaper. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what he's going to do. They definitely have that history there with uh, with Stevie Y and everything. So they're, they're yep. probably always in contact with each other. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about Bertuzzi. I mean, yeah, he's in like an agitator or anything, but I guess that's all he's going to bring. And he'll probably take stupid penalties and I'll scream at him. And then Cynthia <laughs> will make me sleep on the couch. So I don't know. It's, it's, it might not be good for me, but I don't, I don't know. If they, brought in, if they brought in Ryan O'Reilly, though, if they could get him for like to be like a depth 
forward uh, yeah. who has you know a lot of experience and I, I i wouldn't mind that trade depending on what they give up for him but i don't know Bertuzzi yeah, what, are you, and, what are you paying for a ryan what I are you paying know. for a ryan o'reilly at this point i think he's having right a miserable season right much. that's what i'm saying but his resume I, I, you know i would think one it's the same as Tarasenko. it's probably a first uh, i, I, I hope so, not. yeah i he's hope a captain not, but, you know i yeah. don't know who knows and uh when, when's my the deadline not March, too long ago March fourth, right? March third. Yeah, I believe so. Third, yeah, fourth, got third, three weeks. March third. Yeah, I think yeah. it's three weeks away. <clears throat> okay, is that yeah. that's a Friday? Oh damn. That's why I, I heard... like the Rangers making the Terrence Cycle move so quickly is they have some time for him to really adjust and see if they need to do anything else. Yeah. I heard I prefer pre deadline acquisitions as well. They're not yeah, panic I like buys. them I like them earlier than the day of. Yeah, they're not panic buys. Although I did hear that that Tampa's looking to sign Calfoot long term for a big deal. So. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good what? idea. Let's get another Trust eight guy. year. Why? Why? Why you gotta Matching make me? Why you gotta make? Why are you gotta make my my stomach spoil over here? Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> uh, if they don't tra- if they don't trade him at the deadline, uh, I hope it's in the offseason. They got to package him with something because although he played pretty good the last game, but I don't know. It's just I, to me, it seems like overall it's not going the way that they wanted it to. Maybe Cal Foot for Vitaly Kovs, Kravtsov? <laughs> and then Kravtsov friggin' bust out, and you guys missed out on Yeah, watch. Yeah, he did everything. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> not very, not very hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, you have other names, get, JVR out there. I get you, uh, a you have Brock Besser. Kravtsov player, too. So we'll see. Friend of the show, uh, Brock Besser. Yeah, Brock Besser. Friend of the show, friend of the podcast. Uh, all right. Last last week, uh, you had, uh, they were celebrating Black History Month. You know, a lot of teams were, uh, you know, special jerseys, uh, kind of going over everything. Uh, and I had a question, uh, well, trivia question for you guys. Do you know who the first black player was to reach a thousand NHL games? Hmm. Hmm. A thousand. Was it Grant I was going to say it would be a goal. It is not Grant Fear, and it is. I don't want to give too much of a hint, but it's not a big name. Not a big name. So it's not a Ginla. Okay. Uh, Did he play on any of our teams? He played on the New York team, yeah. Anson Carter. No. That's a good guess. Damn. He's he's a good player, though. Not a good player. He was on the Rangers. Well, he was, yeah. but uh, who the frick? Out? He, he was, was on fighter. the Rangers. Fighter Donald Donald Brashear. Donald Brashear, the uh, first ever black hockey games. player to play a thousand games. So that I started guy, going down a rabbit hole. When he was playing was like the most feared friggin' player in the league at yes. one point. He was mm-hmm. he was scary. he was a monster heavyweight. <laughs> he was monster. a heavyweight. Yes, the absolute heavyweight. Him uh, and Larock. Him and George Larock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, there's so many good – like, you know, the first black goaltender ever in the NHL was Grant Fuhr, and he was awesome Hall of Famer, you know, won cups, mm-hmm. multiple cups. Mm-hmm. Um, the – you know, you look at some of the best players in hockey history, and you immediately th- – you know, Jerome McGinley is – I know you guys like how yep. I say that um, – is was fantastic. And you you watch him play and, and what he could do on the ice – uh, just absolutely amazing. And I wanted to kind of go mm-hmm. over, you know, maybe some players, you know, black history, uh, some players that you guys can also think of as guys you used to watch. Um, and, and you know, that, you know, that impressed you or, or just, you know, stood out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Fuhrer, Aginla, um, yeah. you know, Aginla you think about that. Mind first. Yep. Yeah. You think about that Thrashers team, the Atlanta Thrashers team in the in the early 2000s. They had five black hockey players. You had uh, Evander Kane, you had Anthony mm-hmm. Stewart, you had Johnny Oduya, you had Nigel Dawes, and you had Big Buff, who was the other guy. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah. You remember watching defensemen. He would just ragdoll people. He was such an <laughs> enormous human being. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Johnny was so when Johnny Oduya was with the Devils, I loved watching him. Um, you know, he was always just uh, just a stalwart player, and then Bryce Salvador as well. You know, Bryce Salvador, yeah, who played, I um, you know, who Trevor Trevor Daly, I think, is was 
very under underrated uh for what he for what he brought to team and what he brought to Pittsburgh, you know, when he came when he came and won uh oh, two two cups. Two cups with them. Park penalty and overtime. Great. He was great. How was that That's a hole? So now um, we all gotta turn this on. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Ray Emery. Yeah, I was going to say Ray Emery. I was yeah. just about Ray to Emery. say Ray Emery. Just going. Goaltender. Yeah. Awesome. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Uh, too soon. Um, you know, we talked about Lorac, who was awesome. Uh, Tony McKegney was the first 100-goal uh, guy or black hockey player. Um, you know, he stood out uh, to a lot of people. Uh, Kevin Weeks. Uh, now Kevin him, Weeks. And obviously, in the, in the yep. business. Yep. Uh, he Weeks breaks game. news all the time, and he's yep. he was a very good Rangers goaltender. Mm-hmm. He was actually the the backup to Henrik Lundqvist when he first made it to the league. He played in all, all, all four yeah. all four local teams. He played for yeah, yeah, and Tampa. He played yeah, he played for Tampa. Tampa. He played for all them. Did he never made it to Pittsburgh? He was on a lot of teams. He never made no. it to Pittsburgh. He played in a lot of teams. That's he was a journeyman. He was definitely a journeyman. He was the first yep. uh, first black ho- uh, black host of the Hockey Night in Canada show, which is a you know, it's a big deal. And he's uh, fantastic as a as a commentator yeah, when he great. does games and stuff. He's yeah. awesome when he's on TV. He's when he's at when he's intermission or, or pregame or whatever, yep. he's awesome. He's like I don't know, he should be well, I don't I don't he needs to be on TV. He can't be like I could see him being an announcer, maybe, but yep. he needs to be like he needs to be seen, not just not just heard. He needs to be seen and heard. So that's why mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be sticking on like the shows and not become like a commentator. But he would be stuff, amazing yeah. at it. Yeah, he's awesome. He's uh, he's one of the best ones. Another guy who's on TV now, Ace Anson Carter, uh, former Ranger mm-hmm. as well. Him of you know he was in the big um, Yarmiraga trade uh, when that uh, came along. Wow, uh, pretty getting pretty close here. Big hits. Uh, you know he obviously played for the Caps uh, for a little while, eight teams in total. Uh, then went to play in the Swiss League, and now you can see him on TNT, uh, where he's he's done pretty well uh, with that group. Did you say uh, Freddie Brathwaite? I did not say Freddie, Freddie Brathwaite. Yeah. Another goaltender. Freddie, Freddie yeah. Yep. Another goalie. He's the he's uh, a goalie coach now, I think, also, isn't he? Yeah. For, oh, he is. I, I don't know. know that. Vegas, I thought. Is he oh, Vegas? Vegas? Yeah. I, I think he had to jump in a net as like an e-bug or something like that at one point. For them. <laughs> <laughs> did he ju- didn't he jump in for like their minor team or something? Yeah, that that, that might have been it for Henderson. For the yeah. Silver Knights or whatever the hell they're called. Uh, we can't forget, <laughs> cannot forget Sammy's favorite. Uh, favorite player Claude Vilgrain, who played for the Devils back <laughs> in nice. the uh, late right. '80s. Sammy actually has a Claude Vilgrain jersey. Uh, Ray Leos, wow. Devonte, Devonte Smith, Pelly. Uh, yeah, one. he was great for the Devils. He well, he Former was another journeyman. Right? Wayne Simmons. Yep. Wayne, Wayne Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, still great. He's still playing, right? Yeah. A uh, couple of the ones. Yeah. Mike Rear, who oh, we just talked about him before. Mm-hmm. He's a GM, just like uh, I think some relatives in his family are. Uh, NFL GMs and and you know it's kind of runs in the uh, family, uh, but he played with the San Jose Sharks for forever. He's now the GM there. He played for the Buffalo Sabers, um, and it's pretty cool that you see someone like that in, in front office uh, and and thriving. Uh, we talked about Aginla, uh absolutely. A couple different aspects where he's the pioneer. He's he was the first male black athlete to win a hockey gold medal, uh, winning obviously with the Canadian team. Uh, in 2003, he became the NHL's first black captain uh, of the Calgary Flames. Uh, he's just an incredible power forward and role model for for players. And, you know, think of the goal seasons he had, winning the Rocker Richard and just being MVP. And you that, look back that at 04 at, at, and the Cup Final ridiculous. against Tampa. He was, he was nasty. Unbelievable. He was so freaking good. And, like, that tilt that he had with, uh, with Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. Yeah. During that McCabe, series. Yeah, oh, my God. That was, awesome. that was great. That was so good. And I, Vinny I knew, got his butt I, kicked. I don't know if he got his butt lot. kicked, but uh, he was he was taking some major <laughs> shots by by uh, I knew a bunch of people that loved the Aginla curve and loved playing with that Aginla, yeah, Aginla curve. curve. So when you, yeah. When when you have how your cool own is curve, that to have a, a name when you to have your, your curve, own yeah. curve? I know when you have yep. your own curve, you've made it. You've made that's, it. You've made yep. it. You've you've made <laughs> it exactly. Uh, we talked about fear and then last but not least the first ever, uh, you know, black hockey player to play. He was the Jackie Robinson of hockey, Willie O'Ree. He's in the hall of fame, uh, played for the Bruins for only actually a few games of 58. Uh, just unfortunately with the racism and, and what he had to go through to break the color barrier. Um, 
fantastic. And, you know, unfortunately he didn't get a chance to really show what he could do in the NHL, uh, as well as some of these other players that, you know, wiped guys that had it easy, but, uh, Willie O'Ree was, you know, he didn't quit and he was obviously, you know, brought Pioneer. black hockey players into hockey. So it's very cool. Uh, Big buff though. When you think of black hockey players, he's I think he's first in my mind, even before Aginla, just because of how menacing he was on a hockey rink. I remember him playing forward for the Chicago Blackhawks when they won the cup, his his rookie year in first year, and how he just manhandled people in front of the crease and then he went back to play defense and did the same thing. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I my my first that always comes to mind is just because of of my position as Grant Fuhr. Yeah, and and yeah, all he was he nasty. Did. Oh yeah, you know, he was the backbone of of all those Edmonton Oilers teams. And then even even later on into the into the mid '90s when he went and played, you know, un, unfortunately yep. one of the one one of the big highlights from the '90s was was that uh, the Irishman goal that went over his blocker. Yeah, yeah that was Sean, in the playoffs. Was Sean Casey, no, no, I think no, it was. that was. Yeah. That was Fuhr. I thought I think it was John Casey. No, now I got to look it up. I'm almost was positive it, it was Fuhr. No, because wasn't wasn't Fuhr a full right or no? Uh, let's see. I, don't I thought it was John Casey, the one that that Eisman rips over his shoulder, and it was blocker side. Strom is usually right on these things. I know yeah, some things. Probably is. Uh, let me take a look. Um, I'm, pr- I'm well, pretty sure. Well, sure I'm, not, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's John Casey. Uh, oh, Marty Walsh becoming the, the uh, U.S. Secretary. Or he was. He is the U.S. Secretary of Labor. He now joins the NHLPA as the new executive director of uh, you know the Players Association. Uh, he succeeds Donald Fair, who you know from 2010 has been around and negotiated players uh, for two different collective bargain agreements. And the players really wanted somebody that wasn't necessarily going to fight, but that if they needed to fight, he could do it. And you know, I guess Walsh kind of does that. Uh, there were also thoughts that maybe they would bring someone from um, in the hockey community, uh, but I guess they went outside the outside the lines. So uh, another I'm Corona. I'm opening my second craft Corona, boys. <laughs> oh no, man, don't go nuts over there. Uh, <laughs> what is this anyway? God damn it! Uh, right. What Thank did you guys you. think about the Dylan Cousins seven-year deal? Forty-nine point seven million, just a a tiny bit less than uh, Tage Thompson's seven years, 50 million contract, which by the way is now going to be a steal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. Cousins could turn out, that could turn out to be a steal too. If he yeah. like has the same kind of, uh, yeah, he's still going to develop. It's um, risky, like, you know, paying Thompson. 7 million yeah. to a guy that's still developing, but um, he's what almost a point per game player at this point. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it's just up from here. So it's not, on the surface, it's not horrible unless he just completely falls off a cliff, which I doubt I he would. Yeah, that would be a bust of a contract. Um, and and you and you want to you want to lock up a young player like that, so yeah, you know, he's gonna yeah, you're gonna have to pay him now for for way less. You don't have to worry about paying him more later oh, if, he, if he breaks the, out. That's definitely the trend right now: is to lock these young players up and just kind of hope that they break out at some point. Yep. Yeah. The the one re- the. Jason Robertson one was a little strange in my eyes, but yep. Um, well, uh, I think we talked about that. That he wanted more money on a term deal than what what he got because he knew he'd get paid more. Which you know, kudos, kudos to him. Now uh, he's going to turn that into bank in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. This is this this hockey game is just this is hilarious. It's it's like pinball. Um, There's just. Bodies flying all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so nervous and already. The puck, and the puck the never hits the net. <laughs> Either way, the puck just <laughs> yeah, it just uh, um, is just flying everywhere. Yeah, a uh, couple quick things that I had, and then we could talk maybe about some more. Uh, you know, what what your teams, especially I want to get Steve's opinion since we did the last week on our teams. Um, you had Harvard edging uh, BC Northeastern, uh, topped uh, uh, BU in the bean pot. Um, to Chuck with that five points after uh, after his All Star Game MVP. Um, the thing with Jessica Pagula, uh, his her mother Kim obviously and her father own the Buffalo Sabers. 
uh, she got into a uh, athletic article and wrote about how her mom suffered from cardiac arrest. And that obviously same thing happened with Damar Hamlin uh, from the Buffalo Sabres. And they talked about how she, you know, her long road to recovery. Oh, no. So, um, you know, it was a very good, yeah, Buffalo Bills too. Uh, it was a very good uh, article in The Athletic about that. So, you know, just Pagula coming out, um, you know, kind of giving some news about her mother. Uh, and then a couple quick things. Uh, did you guys know that Vancouver defenseman Tyler Myers' brother is actually a, a guard for the New York Knicks, Quinton Grimes? Nope. <clears throat> yeah. Nope. So... It's the first time in, 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 in history that there's been a pair of brothers, one NHL and one NBA. Uh, Quinn, you know, mother uh, was divorced uh, after Tyler Myers uh, was born, and, and now Quinn Grimes is her uh, second son. Uh, but pretty cool. They're, uh, actually, Tyler Myers is so half, taller half than Quinn Grimes. Yeah, half brothers. Um, so, but Myers is taller than Quinn Grimes by about five inches, and I guess he, he's been dunking on him <laughs> at, at home. So, nice. <laughs> it's so, pretty funny. So here's here's my question. One, why was he not named Frank? And yeah, two, I know. Frank Grabs. <laughs> and two, maybe his middle name is, is Frank. Is his nickname Grimy? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I hope so. And does he, he live him. above? Does he live above he a bowling him. alley and also below another bowling oh, alley? Another bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Although you should know uh, by now, shorts, you should know. Shorts guy, has this has this ever uh, happened? Game to over. You? Oh, there it is. Yep. Oh my god, broken play. Uh, wow. No bueno. How? You know, it's crazy that the goal scorer isn't even getting the goal no. scorer is in the corner by himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what I would do. All these people are jumping over the glass. Gonna have to sharpen those skates. Ah. Damn yeah, it, Park! Seriously, uh, it. I thought it looked like it should have been blown dead, but I, I don't know. No, uh, this is very bad podcasting. So. Park just kind of. Uh, Park loses three to two in overtime on a Ugh. just a weird play. Uh, we'll see the roof. Oh, they, they go right for celebration. Not even goal? show. Yeah, I guess they're just gonna show the guy swimming on the ice. The one, the one guy, um, the one kid falls down and I think like shovels it on net, and then it bounces right to this kid who puts it in an open net. Yeah, and they're not gonna show anything. All right. Oh, well. oh man. Right. Um, sure, guys. So has this ever happened to you? There was a goalie in the in the minors who scores on another goaltender. Uh, I guess the the goal. So the puck comes down the ice. The goaltender yeah. on the far end thinks it's an icing. He turns around. The goalie fires it back the other way, and it goes through his pads and in for a goal. Have you ever uh, a I, seen something like that? I know it hasn't well, happened. No, but no, no, I've never seen that. Nor have I done that. Nor have I had that done to me. Uh, that's <laughs> that is a uh, that is a bone stormy goal right there. Um, very much so. Uh, that's very much a bone stormy goal. Um, Man, that's you know you know what that is. That is a goaltender not paying attention, just kind of having a mental lapse for a moment. I don't want to say, yeah, you know, that's just he doesn't pay attention all the time. But that's that's. I mean, ha, have I missed things by not paying attention? Yes, I have the attention span sometimes of a goaltender. However, I've never seen um, anything like this where the players come down and okay. It's usually the, just the handshake uh, line. But I've I have not had that happen to me at all. So. Thankfully not. Hopefully that doesn't change tomorrow. You just jinxed us. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah really. It's going to happen. <laughs> Mike, uh, another well fun played. another little fun thing that I saw happen. Uh, there was a, a team, and let me get this uh, just so I have it. Uh, there's a team in the Southern Professional Hockey League in Dansville, Illinois. Uh, it was the visiting squad Quad City Storm versus Host Vermilion County Bobcats. There okay. was an issue where the home team just decided not to show up. So the report goes that the team, the 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 minor league team was bankrupt, and they wouldn't pay their players on time. So the players decided to just not show up for their home game. The away team warms up, skates to face off. They win by forfeit, and then they the away team does the winning salute to the home crowd. Who stayed? <laughs> this whole thing. Wow. Uh, 
I only saw that headline that 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 they had declared bankruptcy and they were they were ceasing op- operations. I didn't realize that, that it went that deep. That's that's yeah. wild. That's that, uh, unfortunately though. That's that's <clears throat> that's just some minor league hockey where it's just was that abruptly. Was there actual will... people at this game? Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, people came and waited and watched the uh... Uh, and got nothing and got a salute from the away team. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, amazing. All Jeez. right, uh, Steve. So we talked about it quickly. Uh, we got 10 minutes to go. We talked about uh, last week what we wanted our teams to do and, and what we thought they might do at the trade deadline or prior to the trade deadline. Uh, so we, we talked about Pittsburgh and thinking that maybe a goaltender is in the weeds. Um, also, maybe a defenseman. And just kind of want to get your opinion on what you wanted your team uh, to go ahead and do and or what you thought they might do or what they're looking at. Uh, well, I don't sitting think in, anybody. They're, they're sitting. I, I'm sorry, I forgot to give the uh, back. You guys are sitting right now, uh, fifth in the division. Yeah, fifth in are the division, sixty-one points. Yeah, you're you're the, the last, last wild, wild card. card. You're one point behind yeah. uh, Washington, who's second wild card. With games in hand. Yeah. Yep. Games in hand. Um. So I don't. Three. I don't think there's a person anywhere that has any idea where they're going to go. I think there's a lot of opinions of where they should go. Their their third line is uh, just a complete abomination. Um, Brian Dumoulin um, is, you know, a ghost of uh, a player that he used to be. So, yeah, I mean, a better – another defenseman uh, – you know, bottom, wherever, bottom pairing, whatever. They need to get, the, the D-line needs to get healthy, number one. Um, Tristan Jari needs to get healthy, number two. And, yep. you know, pretty much demand that he, I don't know what's going on with him. With he, He's injury prone. This is a contract year. I don't see him getting any sort of a payday now. I mean, when he plays, he's great, but he's just, he's not playing. So I don't know what kind of contract that's going to get. But, um, you know, Jeff Carter needs to be scratched. <laughs> Guy's completely useless. Um, they need to, you know, maybe trade some of these guys away. I don't think they can, to be completely honest with you. They're they're so horribly cap strapped that they can't even scratch a player left like Jeff Carter and call somebody up from the minors and and play them instead. So their their acquisitions need to be done. You know, contracts need they need to, to to eat, pay whatever price it is to to get rid of some of these contracts to to make some kind of a Zucker? splash. You know, Zucker's can stay. Zucker's been like their best player. He's the only well, one that brings co- that energy. Would be packed. Yeah, there's been rumors that he's. I don't. Been on I the, honestly, uh, I don't think. I don't think that they're going to. I don't think it's out of the question that they resign him. To be completely honest with you, but okay. I don't. I, I mean, he's a player. Him and Rust could be players that they would have to give up in order to get rid of some of these other contracts. Um, so I don't. I don't know if that would happen. I know that you know they've they've been thrown in the mix for Patrick Kane. They've been thrown in the mix for. Um, Timo Meyer, you know, they're, they're, they're there with the, I don't know where these rumors are coming from because I think they're just assuming that, you know, Pittsburgh needs some help, but they need a brand, they need a, they need a brand new third line. Uh, the third line is terrible. If the, what their fourth line is now, if it stays healthy is adequate enough, but the third line is just a complete waste of bodies. And, uh, you know, they have some minor league defensemen who are actually playing better than the defensemen that are playing there now so but like i said they can't do anything because they're so far up against the cap that they can't just scratch somebody and play some young guys so they're i don't know where they're gonna go um but yeah obviously in a in a perfect world they ditch some money and they fix the third line and maybe get a defenseman uh, i would love another goaltender but i don't see that coming yeah either to be honest with you i don't see that happening because um, jari's like day to day now isn't he gonna be back somewhat soon he might be back tomorrow they're saying he yeah. might be back tomorrow, but I think at this point you get you, you gotta you gotta play the guy. He's practicing in full yeah. capacity, and he has been for like the last week, five five to seven days, and he's still not even dressing for some of these games. It's just I don't understand how these work. I, you know, you want to trust the doctors and everything with whatever's happening, but if he's healthy enough to to play a full practice, I don't know how he's not healthy enough to play games. And I, I don't know why. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on. I don't know if there's what, is- what do you say? What was uh, Jari's contract? Is oh. three years? What was it? 
Or what is it? This isn't it still? This is last. This is last year. He's a okay. free agent after this year. So there I don't know. Was... I can't tell you. Hextall Hextall is is usually nowhere to be seen and usually never says a damn word to anybody. So what he's got planned. I have no idea, but there's no way that they can be watching these games, him and Brian Burke, and being completely satisfied with, with some of these guys that just keep playing. And I know they have loyalty, especially to Jeff Carter, especially Hextall to Jeff Carter. Um, I know they have, you know, these relationships with these players where they just feel like they need to play him because, you know, they're they're their guys. But there's no way they can look at them play and be like, you know, this is okay, especially if they want to win something. There's, there's no way. So um, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a Ricard Raquel type trade that comes in uh, before the deadline. Um, I don't know what the heck it's going to be, to be completely honest with you. I know that um, they don't want to give up first round picks. That's what Hextall just like kind of doesn't want to do, and he hasn't done it yet. So I don't know. I don't think yeah, they're going to be involved so in any rumors. of the big names, to be honest with you. I can't imagine I think, that okay. they can. So, I think they'll, so they'll, they'll do like a depth trade. So, Nothing huge. Yeah. Demko's back, isn't so, he? Yeah. Uh, how about I would this love one, Demko, though? but that's just not happening. <clears throat> how, how about this one, Steve? Because this is someone that, that could potentially uh, – I was listening to the, to the game on the – to the to the Vegas Ducks game on on the Vegas radio broadcast, John Gibson with what he's endured over the last yeah. just two games alone, he's a Pittsburgh kid. To pull a Denny Lemieux and call the front office and just say trade me right fucking now because he made he made fifty three saves in a six something loss, fifty three yeah. saves and lost to uh, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, it, Pittsburgh. It, so yeah, it, yeah, it was to Pittsburgh. Like that's just that's absurd. That that kind of goes to that tweet that I sent you guys that if a goalie makes more than forty saves and you lose, the goalie gets to just punch someone randomly. Yeah. Um, Gibson, Gibson should yep. be uppercutting his teammates in the balls for those yep. performances. Yep. In front of him. So <laughs> that that it, it, in all seriousness, though, Steve, would you would you take Gibson if if he demanded a trade? He's and, just and quickly. The, he's the got uh, his contract ends in twenty twenty six, and he's at six point four million per year. Yeah, I mean, I would. I would love Gibson, um, but will Pittsburgh get him? I cannot imagine under any circumstances that they bring in. Would you trust him? Uh, these Jari? guys, I mean, I, I trust Jari when he's playing. I think Jari's good enough. Sometimes he doesn't, He even with his stats being as good as they are, sometimes he just doesn't took convince away. me as being, you know, the guy. But, you know, he... he he plays well. I I really don't like their depth. I think their depth is complete garbage. And um, you know, if in a perfect world, if we could have a Gibson Jari tandem, that would be fantastic. But that's you know next to impossible. It's Bridge probably a lot of money. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to expect. Like I don't at this point, I don't trust the Jari. I don't trust Jari to stay healthy. So you, you might have to pull the plug on on him if he's you know this young and this hurt. And you saw it with Matt Murray. You're still seeing it with mm-hmm. Matt Murray. And you know, yep. beyond you know the fact yeah. that I think his game has gone down, but he just the guy he just cannot stay healthy. And you know, I feel like with goalies, especially once you start this like this chronic injury path, it doesn't get better. Blackwood is going down that path right now. Um, yeah, you just I see these guys. I mean, it's, it's it's a tough position. It's easy to get hurt. Yeah. I, I forgot oh, yeah. to mention this during all, our our Black History. Our black history thing. So, and this, you know, for a couple of us, we watch a show. So the last of us, which was a video game. It's now a TV show. It's fantastic. By the way, episode five was was amazing. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, this is how it ties into hockey. So the actor who plays Sam, uh, who in episode five, you find that, you know, he's actually in a part of four and then really the whole episode in five is actually a black hockey player uh, out of Maryland he is deaf in real life. They He plays for the Bowie Hockey Club under 10 team in Maryland. And he has effusive goal celebrations. Like he goes all out flashy. The kid is is uh, has a whole write-up on, on NHL.com. And you can read it on there. But you know, for Black That's History awesome. Month, he obviously was able to land a cool role on The Last of Us TV show that we all love. And uh, you can read it on there. He, he's really deaf and, you know, he's, he's deaf in real life and American Sign Language Interpreter. He has all this thing, but he is 
a very good goal scorer and you know, his nickname's Hollywood because he goes all out balls to the wall on goal celebration. So good for that kid. Um, <laughs> is, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Good? I didn't read that. I want to see yeah, some it, of these uh, celebrations. Is, is it better? Is it better than a Billy Dean, Billy the Hurricane? Nothing Dean is better than a Billy Dean goal celebration. <laughs> Nothing is better. Billy Hurricane um, Dean. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll end quickly. Uh, NHL standings, so Boston still... Yeah, Hurricane Dean. Uh, he's, he's, luckily, he didn't steal my nickname. Uh, actually, this is a, a pretty good uh, place to pull up the winning percentages uh, since December 1, because uh, obviously, uh, you know, standings uh, show the full, full season, but uh, according to uh, win percentages on StatMuse, Carolina Hurricanes uh, since December 1 are 22-4. and 4. Uh, sorry, 22, 4, and 3. Uh, 29 games played, the 759 win percentage, 47 points. Tampa Bay Lightning sitting in second, 700 win percentage, 21, 8, and 1. New York Creeping Rangers, on third, Toronto. 20, 25, and 4, oh. uh, 44 points. Uh, Boston sitting at fourth. And then lowly this at last... the bottom. I'm going back to The Last of Us. I'm sorry. Because I yeah. want to look up this kid. This last episode on IMDb, 36,000 reviews, 9.6 yeah. out of 10. Awesome. It's awesome. Jeez. The show is fantastic. I'm going to have to watch that. It's pretty good. I'm going to watch it tonight after, it, after it's this. Great. I'm going to have to turn it on. I, I wish it was it. just all out in one fell swoop so I could just binge the crap out of it because having to wait until Sunday sucks. No, well, I, it was I'm all actually about Saturday. That. Uh, I love the anticipation. It's, 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 oh, Friday night. It, it released Friday, oh, night. Friday night. HBO, right? HBO, right? Yeah. HBO. Yep. Mm -hmm. Max. I'm going to have to watch that. Uh, and then sitting at last, 32 games played a 921 and 2 record. The Columbus Blue Jackets wow. at 281. Yeah, Johnny Gaudreau. Number one. That was a good <laughs> choice, move. right? Yeah, good choice because he went there to win, right? Yeah, he went there he went to, to win. To win. You know what would, you know what? I got to bring this up. Um, I'm sorry if we have any, I, I don't think we have any Philadelphia listeners. Uh, the Phil uh, the do, city of Philadelphia actually. has has the city of Philadelphia has managed to Fantastic. lose the World Series, the MLS Cup, the Super Bowl, and now if they lose the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, this might be the worst year in Philadelphia sports. Well, hold on, so Philadelphia let's not, let's not forget are second in the division. Sixers, yep, and they could lose definitely let's, too. Yeah, let's not forget. Let's not forget the World Cup and MLS Cup loss were in the same day. The uh, World apart. Series, yeah, World Series, and MLS World Cup, World Series, <laughs> yep. MLS Cup, same night. Hours apart. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't happen right. to a nicer city. <laughs> could could not. Have, they were still climbing. They were still climbing. Sorry, up hills, uh, after the loss. Uh, yes, shrimp. They're climbing up shrimp. They're climbing yep. up shrimps. Um, they use they Connor use my Bedard. personal grace. <laughs> we just got to keep doing it. Connor Bedard, ninety-seven points in fifty-four games. Um, he's the guy's he's good at hockey. 50. Yeah, it, it, I just he's, he's, every he's week good. you just look at the points totals continually grow, and he's almost at two points per game, um, and he's going to win probably the scoring he... scoring record and as well as goals. Uh, he's he's just he's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's eighteen ahead of second place Leon Dreisaitl. Uh You guys got anything else? Any uh, you know tidbits? Tidbits? No. No, I'm just saying. No. Watch you want to talk how about? funny would it be. How, I how funny would it be? Connor, telegrams. Connor, Connor Bedard comes in and becomes the next dig. I think that would be absolutely. <laughs> oh my dig. god, Jesus, that would be god awful. I hope not. For the NHL, I hope not. That is that would be such a travesty. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I like watching the world burn, and that would be a classic example of watching the world burn. <laughs> no, because. Yeah, I, that is funny to watch. Like, like when you not Neil Yakupov was not that, but he was so bad watching him. You're like, how are you a first overall pick? But mm, well. for the NHL, that would be such a kick in the balls because this kid has been touted more than Connor McDavid, McDavid ever was. Connor Bedard is just all and over. Especially anything. they're trying to, especially if he goes to a Canadian team. Yeah. See, and, just see, and I don't sucks. think. Yep. I see now. All this time that we've been talking about Bedard, 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 all I all I think of is Aaron Bedard, the lead singer of Bane. That's the first thing that comes to mind whenever, <laughs> whenever we talk about Connor Bedard is I think of the band Bane, who announced oh, a reunion show when I got a ticket for. I cannot wait. I'm going to lose my mind. So is Turner going? No, Turner hates I Bane. I hope so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Turner hates uh, All right, gents. Uh, my beer 
903 Brewers Shakedown Street Slushy. I'll give it a solid four. I don't think I have. Uh, I did check into this a long time ago. 375. 375. Do, Do I, I have four? to rate mine? Yes. No. Nope. I'll rate mine. I'll rate mine. I got a uh, for almost for, so for, for yes. an almost three-year-old for an almost three-year-old shandy, I'll give mine a, a three-five. It was good. Woo! Nice. Trim. Corona. Uh, two. Five, right? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll be nice. Two. Even. <laughs> two. Even. I can go way less right, than that. Take her home, bud. Uh, I'll take us home. Uh, Midge says I have no sense of direction, so I grab my bags and write. Closer to me.